We need to know it's true. We really do. Everything depends upon it, and I mean everything. Surely the results of this life, and certainly where eternity is spent, depends upon it. Is the Holy Bible found in your majority text, authorized King James Version of the English Bible true? This is God Said, Man Said, weekly proof feature 991. This ministry has spent an enormous amount of time certifying by credible third-party sources the marvelous inerrancy of the Holy Word of God. God Said, Man Said has certified by credible third-party sources the creation of the earth and its universe, the first man Adam and the first woman made of a rib Eve, Noah and the global flood, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the Tower of Babel, Abraham and Isaac and the center of the universe, Sodom and Gomorrah, Joseph and his coat of many colors, Moses and the plagues of Egypt, the children of Israel and the Red Sea, Joshua who fit the battle of Jericho, David and Goliath and Solomon, Jonah and the whale, hundreds of Old Testament prophecies of Jesus Christ the Messiah and Jesus Christ's ministry, crucifixion and resurrection. These are all true and so much more. If all of these scriptural accounts are true, and they are, then Mark sixteen fifteen and 16 is true. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. If all these scriptural accounts are true, and they are, then John 3, 3 is true. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. If all of these scriptural accounts are true, and they are, then John eleven twenty five and 26 is true. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? It's imperative that we know it's all true. Everything depends upon it. Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? If you have yet to make your decision for Jesus Christ, today can be your day. Today all your sin and shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today all of Satan's bondages will be dashed and you will be set free. Today in just mere moments all things will become gloriously new, brand new. Follow me in this simple prompt. Prepare to meet your God, literally. Here we go. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Deuteronomy chapter 14, 11 through 20. Of all clean birds ye shall eat, but these are they which ye shall not eat, the eagle, and the osprey, and the osprey, and the gleed, and the kite, and the vulture after his kind, and every raven after his kind, and the owl, and the nighthawk, and the cuckoo, and the hawk after his kind, the little owl, and the great owl, and the swan, and the pelican, and the gear eagle, and the cormorant, and the stork, and the heron after his kind, and the lapwing, and the bat. And every creeping thing that flieth is unclean unto you, they shall not be eaten." but all clean fowls ye may eat. God said Leviticus chapter 11, 19 and 20, And the stork, 
the heron after her kind, and the lapwing, and the bat, all fowls that creep going upon all four, shall be an abomination unto you. God said, Romans six twenty three For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God said, Galatians 6, 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Man said, These ancient writings in the Bible were not authored by God. They are the writings of mere men pretending to be the messengers of God. Get over it, Bible thumpers. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 991, that for the 991st time will certify the fabulous inerrancy of God's beautiful book, Miracles and All. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the blood-bought and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Take advantage of four highly beneficial God Said, Man Said features. One, you have questions, God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Three, imagine you can download nearly 407 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Number four, sign up for the God Said, Man Said weekly broadcast, and fresh bread will be delivered to you, God willing, every Thursday Eve. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. It can't be done. It has never been done. It will never be done. I need to settle this issue in my heart, lest I pay a serious and deadly price. Galatians 6, 7 is an immutable law. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. When one neglects to seek and consider what God has to say on any given matter, or cast off with disdain what God has said, God is mocked and a deadly price must be paid, must be paid. The concept is childlike simple. Because the word of God is the supernatural inerrant truth, obeying yields the blessing of doing the right thing. Because the word of God is the supernatural inerrant truth, disobeying yields the curse of doing the wrong thing. Inherent within every commandment and precept of God is a blessing or a curse, it's just that simple. Why is carnal man so consistently 180 degrees out from the light? All the sons and daughters of Adam and Eve were sold into sin's bondage, born dead in trespasses and sins, and taken by Satan at his will. Second Timothy 2, 25 and 26, In meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. Romans 8, 6, and 7 reads, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. 
for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Noah Webster's 1828 Dictionary defines enmity, the quality of being an enemy, the opposite of friendship, ill will, hatred. The natural mind is at war with the mind of Christ. It will choose error naturally. Carnal man instinctively mocks God. One quite dominant example of the flaunting disobedience and mocking of the Word of God is carnaldom's disregard for the Creator's dietary laws. The maker of the totality of your person is God, and one should think this maker would have an understanding of what one should consume in foods and words. The dietary laws also extend to the handling of waste that comes from the body after the nutrients in eaten foods are extracted. Deuteronomy twenty three twelve through 14 Thou shalt have a place also without the camp, whither thou shalt go forth abroad. And thou shalt have a paddle upon thy weapon, and it shall be when thou wilt ease thyself abroad. Thou shalt dig therewith, and shalt turn back and cover that which cometh from thee. For the Lord thy God walketh in the midst of thy camp to deliver thee, and to give up thine enemies before thee. Therefore shall thy camp be holy, that he see no unclean thing in thee, and turn away from thee. God said to bury waste. Man said to flush it. A few excerpts from God said, man said, research follows. 21 Signs of Doomsday, Update 32, Saints, Prepare for Departure. God commands man to bury all waste that comes from the human body, but man has chosen to flush it instead, or just to relieve himself wherever is convenient. The July 25, 2014 issue of the week quotes the New York Times. About 620 million Indians, or 50% of that country's population, have no access to a working toilet or latrine, and thus defecate outside in the street or countryside. The resulting bacterial infections lead to widespread malnutrition among children, and caused 62 million Indians under five to suffer permanent physical and mental stunting, end of quote. The rancorous skeptics clamor, if there is a loving God, why is there so much sickness and suffering? The answer will be apparent as we move along. God said, man said, the truth remains truth. Pigs, Lot's wife, flesh the problems of flushing raw sewage into the waterways and the treated water coming out of wastewater treatment plants have an enormous and often deadly downside. The problems are huge, even in America, where wastewater treatment plants handle the vast majority of raw sewage issues. Pollution microbiologist Joan B. Rose at the University of South Florida is clearing up the confusion over the source of fecal dung viruses tainting coastal waters and some shellfish. The article in Science News discussing her work is titled Viruses, Just a Flush Away. It is said that 90% of the Florida waters tested showed a presence of fecal viruses, usually at low concentrations. The germs have been linked to gastroenteritis and also to flu-like symptoms, earaches, and heart disease. Imagine, Human viruses flushed into the water and passed through the kitchen spigot. In June 2000, an article in U.S. News & World Report titled The Sickening Sewer Crisis reported that each year, 
An estimated 400,000 American basements experienced the backup of raw sewage, and municipal sanitary sewers overflow 40,000 times, dumping potentially deadly pathogens into our streets, waterways, and beaches. In just eight months, Sandy Ego reported raw sewage spillage of 34 million gallons, and the small town of Fort Pierce, Florida, reported spillage of 8 million gallons. Guess what follows the sewage? Rats. Big, disease-laden rats. The following statement is from an article in Science News titled, When Sewage is Recycled for Drinking. More than two dozen major utilities release so much wastewater effluent into drinking water supplies when natural waterways are low that the treated sewage makes up more than 50% of the water. Although most of this treated sewage meets federal standards, the report notes that regulators scout for less than the full spectrum of toxicants now present in the water. As a result, the report argues, recycling sewage for drinking water should be an option of last resort, and when selected, more stringent regulations should be applied. End of quote. Following expert, uh, excerpt excuse me, is from Scientific American, January 2009. Four in ten people have no access to any latrine, toilet, bucket, or box. They defecate in narrow alleyways in forest by train tracks. The disease toll of this human excrement is astounding, killing more people worldwide than any other single cause. Modern sanitation where it exists has added 20 years to the average human life. But population growth in the first world has taxed sanitary systems. 90% of the globe's sewage ends up untreated in oceans, rivers, and lakes. End of quote. It can't be done. It's an immutable law. Casting off the word of God ends up very deadly indeed. The creatures that God identifies and says don't eat and even don't touch, the wise don't eat or even touch. It must be noted that for the bloodbot, the dietary laws are no longer binding, for as 1 Timothy 4, 4, and 5 reads in part, for it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. But we estimate that maybe 2% of the world's population would have such prayer power. That exposes 98% of the earth to the perils of the supper plate. Also keep in mind that neither the biology of the human nor of the animal has changed from the Old Testament to the New. I personally apply a rule of thumb that some might find useful. When invited to dine at someone's home, I sanctify what's before me with the word of God and prayer, after which I eat. But when I purchase food with my own money, I line up with God's dietary laws. Numerous features concerning one of America's primo candidates for dietary disobedience, the pig, dubbed by marketing as the other white meat, uh, though known biblically as swine, have been published by God said, man said. Leviticus 11, 7 and 8. And the swine, though he divide the hoof and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, he is unclean to you. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch. They are unclean to you. Several excerpts follow from previous God said, man said features. The pig on the plate. The headline of the Newsmax.com October 23, 2015 feature reads, Bacon, processed meats, as dangerous as smoking. Report. A paragraph follows. 
Maybe you should rethink putting pork on your fork. Global health authorities are issuing a new warning that bacon and other processed meats contain cancer-causing substances with the highest of five possible rankings, making them as lethal as cigarettes. Headline, November 6, 2015 in the week. Bacon, the threat on your breakfast plate. A short list follows of problems caused by disregarding God's commandments concerning the swine. The toxicity of the swine's flesh is ranked extremely high on about the same level as the rat and the groundhog. Trichinosis. Dr. E.A. Widmer of the School of Public Health, Loma Linda University, had this to say. Pork consumption is now associated with coronary heart disease, cancer, and certain communicable diseases. Pigs are noteworthy, noteworthy excuse me, as hosts for the intestinal trichina roundworm, trichinella sperialis, which causes the disease trichinosis, a disease with symptoms that doctors often attribute to intestinal flu, pneumonia, or rheumatism. A more complete list of symptoms of the trichinosis infection was listed by the Division of Parasitic Diseases, National Center of Infectious Diseases, nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, fatigue, fever, and abdominal discomfort are the first symptoms of trichinosis. Headaches, fevers, chills, cough, eye swelling, aching joints, muscle pains, itchy skin, and diarrhea or constipation follow the first symptoms. If the infection is heavy, patients may experience difficulty coordinating movements and have heart and breathing problems. In severe cases, death occurs, end of quote. The tapeworm, reaching lengths of 21 feet, can simulate brain tumors, epilepsy, and other neurological and psychiatric disorders. Yersinia entercolitica, 103 lots of 3,375 pigs were tested, and 92.2% were carrying YE. Children are most frequently affected with signs of abdominal pain, fever, diarrhea, nausea, and vomiting. The disease can range in severity from self-limiting gastroenteritis to potentially fatal septicemia. The following excerpts are from an article written in 2008 in Discover magazine titled Superbugs in the Fridge. Never mind E. coli in your spinach or botulism in your canned beans. There could be an antibiotic-resistant superbug in your fridge. Until recently, scientists believed that the dangerous bacterium a methicillium-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, MRSA, thrived primarily in hospitals. The MRSA was recently found for the first time in live pigs in North America, confirming suspicions that it had entered the food chain. In Canada, a country that provides 80% of the United States pork imports, a strain of MRSA was found in a sample of pigs and their farmers. One-fourth of the 285 pigs studied were infected, according to a report in veterinary microbiology, with 20% rate of transmission to the fig, uh, pig farmers. Since proper cooking will kill MRSA, just as it does E. coli, risk of food poisoning by Staphylococcus aureus are low for those who eat well-done pork. However, the USDA has found that foodborne outbreaks have occurred due to contamination by food handlers who spread bacteria from pork products to other people. Proper handling and more sanitary living conditions for pigs can 
minimize such risk, the USDA says, end of quotes. Following information is from the January 2009 issue of Nature under the heading, Ebola Outbreak Has Experts Rooting for Answers. When the Ebola Reston virus was discovered in pigs in the Philippines last year, it marked the virus's first known foray of a potential threat to human health. Excerpts follow from the NBCNews.com feature published December 6, 2016, under the heading Rare Superbug Gene Discovered on U.S. Pig Farm. Researchers have found a rare and frightening superbug gene on a U.S. pig farm and say their discovery suggests raw meat could carry the dangerous germ into the human population. No pigs scheduled for slaughter carry the mutant gene, the researchers stressed, and they haven't found any threat to people yet, and none of the pigs were sick. But the mutant should not have been on the farm at all, and they have no idea how it got there. It's an extremely rare gene. How it got on this farm, we don't know, said Thomas Whittem, chair of the veterinary medicine team at The Ohio State University who led the study team. The worry is that the gene will get into bacteria that infect people. A type of antibiotic-resistant germ called carbapenem-resistant enterobacteriosae, or CRE, are especially dangerous. If they get into the bloodstream and cause an infection, CRE germs kill half of their victims. Just this summer, researchers sounded the alarm about a drug-resistant E. coli sample carrying a gene called MCR1. It was also carried on a plasmid, and the fear is such an NCOL1 bacteria with MCR1 gene could pass it to another superbug with other mutations, creating a truly super superbug that resists all known antibiotics, end of quote. God said, man said, the pig came knocking. Most will remember the global panic in 2009 concerning the H1N1 virus, commonly known as swine flu. The World Health Organization declared the swine flu a pandemic and pronounced it over in August of 2010. Swine flu killed thousands worldwide, end of quote. At the time of this feature's publication, February 20. 2020, a new plague is in the news, leaving sickness and death in its wake. This is another demonstration of the complete accuracy of Galatians 6-7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. It can't be done. Payday always arrives. The list of scripturally prohibited animals, which is substantial, includes Leviticus 11.19 and the stork, the heron after her kind, and the lapwing and the bat, Deuteronomy 14.18 and the stork and the heron after his kind and the lapwing and the bat. The headline, they tell a grim story. Nature, February 3, 2020. A pneumonia outbreak associated with a new coronavirus of probable bat origin. Science Daily, February 10, 2020. Coronavirus outbreak raises questions. Why are bat viruses so deadly? The subhead reads, Bats, fierce immune systems, drive viruses to higher virulence, making them deadlier in humans. Several paragraphs from Science Daily follow. 
A study of cultured bat cells shows that their strong immune responses, constantly primed to respond to viruses, can drive viruses to greater virulence. Modeling bat immune systems on a computer, the researchers showed that when bat cells quickly release interferon upon infection, the other cells quickly wall themselves off. This drives viruses to faster reproduction. The increased virulence and infectivity wreak havoc when these viruses infect animals with tamer immune systems, like humans. It's no coincidence that some of the worst viral disease outbreaks in recent years, SARS, MERS, Ebola, Marsburg, and likely the newly arrived uh, coronavirus originated in bats. Some bats, including those known to be the original source of human infections, have been shown to host immune systems that are perpetually primed to mount defenses against viruses. Viral infection in these bats leads to a swift response that walls the, vi verse, uh, the virus out of cells. While this may protect the bats from getting infected with high viral loads, it encourages these viruses to reproduce more quickly within a host before a defense can be mounted. This makes bats a unique reservoir of rapidly reproducing and highly transmittable viruses. While the bats can tolerate viruses like these, when these bat viruses then move into animals that lack a fast-response immune system, the viruses quickly overwhelm their new host, leading to high fatality rates. The Seb headline in the February 12, 2020 feature on Vox states, Horseshoe bats are known to carry coronavirus, which can infect humans. A few excerpts follow from an interview Vox feature writer Brian Resnick did with Jonathan Epstein. To better understand why health officials want to know what animals were involved in the new outbreak, I called up Jonathan Epstein. He's a veterinarian and epidemiologist with the Echo Health Alliance who was involved in tracking down the animal source for the SARS outbreak. Question. What do we know right now about where this novel coronavirus came from? Epstein. I think we have strong evidence that supports the idea that this virus ultimately comes from bats, but we don't know what other animals may have been involved. Question. What do you mean by what other animals may have been involved? Is it possible that this didn't come directly from bats? Epstein. A good example here is the story of SARS. When SARS emerged in 2003, it was also in a live market in southern China and Guangdong. It turned out people that were handling and trading civets, small, mostly nocturnal mammal uh, natives to tropical Asia and Africa, had a higher instance of exposure and infection to this virus. Then they tested animals within the markets, and civets were found to be infected with the same virus that was infecting people. So the assumption was made that people were getting it from civets, and civets were very promptly and publicly removed from the markets and stamped out. But a very important study came out a few months after the epidemic, looking at civets on farms that supplied the live animal markets, and it turned out that none of the civets that were being farmed had any evidence of exposure or infection to SARS coronavirus. That was important because this was not, in fact, a civet virus that was getting into the markets. Civets were getting infected in the markets themselves, just like people. Resnick asked, So what was giving civets SARS? Was it the bats? Epstein. So, 
This is where I came in and my colleagues. We started working on SARS back in 2003, trying to understand what the wildlife reservoir was. And we found it to be bats, horseshoe bats specifically. We now know that there's a whole group, a whole diversity of viruses related to SARS that are circulating in horseshoe bats. One of the viruses we identified with our partners at the Wuhan Institute of Virology back in 2013 is 96% similar to this novel coronavirus. That gives us confidence that this new coronavirus also is a bat virus originally. These bats are hunted and eaten in China, and in fact were brought into the markets in the case of SARS, and that is how other animals, including people, were infected, end of quotes. You'll find the following paragraph in the February 15, 2020 issue of Science News under the heading, New Coronavirus Fuels Outbreak. Bats are considered a source of coronaviruses, but don't usually pass the viruses directly to humans. SARS probably jumped from bats into raccoon dogs or palm civets before leaping to humans. MERS went from bats to camels and then to humans. A paper published January 22 in the Journal of Medical Virology suggests that the new virus has components from bat coronaviruses. Some evidence suggests the virus crossed into humans only once in mid-November and has since spread from person to person, end of quote. Here we go again. Another new global field study is in, and the discovery is that every commandment and precept in God's word has inherent within it a blessing or a curse. Because the word of God is the supernatural inerrant truth, obeying it yields the blessing of doing the right thing. Because the word of God is the supernatural inerrant truth, disobeying it yields the curse of doing the wrong thing, God is not mocked. God said, Deuteronomy chapter 14, 11 through 20, Of all clean birds ye shall eat, but these are they of which ye shall not eat, the eagle, and the ostrich, and the osprey, and the gleed, and the kite, and the vulture after his kind, and every raven after his kind, and the owl, and the night hawk, and the cuckoo, and the hawk after his kind, and the little owl, and the great owl, and the swan, and the pelican, and the gear eagle, and the cormorant, and the stork, and the heron after his kind, and the lapwing, and the bat, and every creeping thing that flieth is unclean unto you, they shall not be eaten, but of all clean fowls ye may eat. God said Leviticus eleven nineteen and 20, and the stork, the heron after her kind, and the lapwing, and the bat, all fowls that creep going upon all four shall be an abomination unto you. God said Romans chapter 6, verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God said Galatians 6, verse 7, be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Man said, These ancient writings in the Bible were not authored by God. They are the writings of mere men pretending to be the messengers of God. Get over it, Bible thumpers. Now you have the record. <laughs> 